There are three kinds of teachers in this world. Those who teach what they feel like teaching, those who teach what students want them to teach, and those who intend to teach but never really do. I happen to fall in the third category. My salary slip stated my designation as assistant professor, but throughout the year, I was busy invigilating exams, assisting in placements, cultural and technical festivals, counselling students, addressing RTI notices, writing false reports to be published in the college's yearly magazine and making arrangements for a professional tour for students. If I had some time left, I would teach. I am in fact an ad hoc faculty. I am only required to fill in for faculties on leave. Most of my students love me, perhaps because I am a jack-of-all-trades, but essentially master of none. Tuesday, June 2010 I disembarked the Goa Express at Hazrat Nizamuddin Railway Station in Delhi after a long journey of 32 hours, though I didn't look even half as tired. Delhi was boiling at this time of the year, as if the sun was taking revenge from the Delhiites. Clouds were giving a false ray of hope for rain by making the air humid. The roads were jam-packed with commuters. I managed to hire an auto for Malviya Nagar. And after another 30 minutes, just when I was about to press the doorbell of flat number 65 of Block L, the most amazing lady of my life opened the door. Good morning. Even before I could finish, she jumped forward and kissed me. I wasn't surprised because I know she can even climb up the Qutub Minar to exhibit her emotions. I couldn't reciprocate. More concerned about a free show for the oldies doing yoga in the society garden. So I barged inside the house holding her and needless to mention, we kissed. This time I reciprocated deeply and passionately. I had explored that a long time gap in two kisses increases its importance manifold. I missed you, darling, she whispered in a nasal tone, perhaps because of her cold. I smiled at her and after a few minutes of silent hugging and kissing, murmured slowly, Missed you too. She was elated, because I am not very verbal with my feelings otherwise. We cuddled in silence for a while. Sometimes silence speaks a lot, and that was the best language known to me. I had been away from home for more than 20 days for the first time after marriage. How was the trip? she asked, caressing my face. I was on duty. Okay, I know what that means. It was a trip for the students and not for me. She always understood what I meant and had the audacity to speak for me. I smiled, but chose not to speak. She rose to her feet and said, Listen, there is poha in the saucepan and juice in the fridge. Please have your breakfast. Where are you going? I asked instinctively. Just in case you have forgotten, I work with Axis Bank. Why not take the day off, sweetheart? You still have a bad cold. I finally managed to speak my heart. The truth behind me asking her to stay back was that I had missed her badly in the past 20 days. To add to the fact that she had the same symptoms when I had left Delhi and she wasn't okay as yet. But Astha rejected my request. No, 
she replied as she brushed her hair. My probation is due next week and I don't want to give the manager a chance to pull me down. Don't worry, it's just a common cold. Aastha was a career-oriented woman and wanted to make it big in her job. She had a terrible boss, but our financial condition made her stick to the job. I am just an ad hoc faculty at Sri Ram College of Art, Science and Commerce. I walked her to the parking lot and helped her get the activa out. She was about to drive off when I said, Do call me before leaving office. I may go to see Papa. You usually meet Papa on Saturdays. It is just Tuesday. I was away for almost a month. I know, I know. You are a son too. She taunted and I smiled. 